0: Welcome to the Ultimate Dentist Podcast. Join us to hear success stories of various individuals and learn clinical and life hacks to help you become the ultimate dentist. Hello, and welcome to this episode. Um, in this episode, I'm going to continue discussing about diagnostic waxer because I feel that is such an important topic. And majority of the question I get asked is related to diagnostic wax up and how to communicate uh, with a technician. Because I have had recently in last week, I had two dentists, two of my mentees asking me, you know, um, who is a good technician, who I can, they can send work to. And, you know, um, the reason is that they've sent the work to technician and then when the work came back, technicians completely ignored um, their instructions and um, you know I I always tell them that it's a it's a two-way street you need to obviously um, expect from technician but you need to give technician enough instructions uh, to be able to for them to produce good quality work so in order to give enough information to technician, what kind of information you're looking for? And this episode, I'm going to um, briefly discuss about those information. Um, so it's a short episode, but I feel uh, a very important one. So when you're sending uh, information, when you're sending impressions to technician, um, you need to tell technician what kind of uh, stone you want them to use to pour their mo- your models. I would recommend type 4 stone, which is one of the strongest stone you can use. Now they have, you know, GC has come up with a newer stone material which are more harder, but basically the best quality stone you can use because you're going to assess those models. The, the models will eventually rub against each other, and you don't want stone which is not strong enough to withstand that forces. So you need to tell technician or even ask technician what kind of stone you are using. Um And the the quality of stone technicians uses uh, can many times tell you that uh, how much importance they are making. And again, you know, the quality of models uh, you get back from technicians will also be able to um, give you some confidence as to what kind of um, quality of work they are doing. I see many times technicians trimming off. You know, wisdom teeth. I have no idea why, um, because if the wisdom teeth are in contact with the lower teeth, then, you know, uh, many times they are the first point of contact. So you need to tell them them not to trim uh, any of the wisdom teeth off. Um, You need to give them a specific instruction how you want your models to be. So that's for your study models. When you are sending um, your impressions to be mounted. You need to tell technician what type of articulator you want them to mount your models to. So you need to tell them brand, which is Cavo, or um, you have Dina, which is the most popular brand. Um, you want them to mount on a semi-adjustable or average value uh, articulator. Most of the time, Dina semi-adjustable articulator is what most of the technician would have commonly. Uh, but you do need to mention them what type of articulator you want them to use you need to also mention them that what kind of Facebook you have re- taken so you know if you use dina slidematic Facebook then you need to let them know that you have used dina slidematic facebow um if uh, i i generally would have my study models with me and when I am mounting my model, I'm trimming that uh, bite registration material or whatever you have used to on a bite fork. So my model seats properly. Now, if you're sending technician impressions and Facebook and your relationship records all at the same time, and if you don't have your study models to hand to assess, then I would trim, um, myself um so i'd advise you the same so I would, you uh, you need to trim your um the bite fork the the uh, bite registration material on the bite fork so that you can only see indentation of the teeth no fissures so it's much nicer seating of the model but you need to let the technician know what type of face bow you have used you then need to let technician know what type of mounting you want so I would you want them to mount in Centric Relation, Centric Occlusion, um, ICP? Or you want them to mount either Centric Relation or Centric Occlusion and ICP? And many times I would have my models uh, mounted in ICP. And CR or CO. The reason in ICP is if you want to make a custom guidance table, you need your models to be mounted in ICP um, in order for you to make custom guidance table. Although, you know, nowadays I don't really do use custom guidance table much, but when we used to, you would need to mount your models in ICP. Right now, uh, I would mount model ICP if I want to really assess patient's current occlusion, um, guidance, non-working side, working side contacts, um, and um, how the the lingual perspective of the teeth you cannot see when patient's closing their mouth. You can only see when it's mounted model. Um, So I I would have ICP, mounted model in ICP, and then CR or CO, depending on what type of my treatment plan is. But you need to tell technician, uh, even though you're sending rec- records to technician, CR records and, you know, um, all sorts of records like CO records or CR, you need to let the technician know what are you expecting. So when they mount, they can verify. So if you have asked patient uh, technician to mount model in CO, and they have used your bite registration material, and models are none of the teeth are touching that means there is something wrong because when you take record in CO you would have first point of contact first contact that's in contact those teeth and the rest of the teeth are not in contact but if technician has used the bite registration material and it meant to be CO but none of the teeth are in contact then there there is obviously something wrong. And many times it's because the um, the bite registration material needs trimming or your Moico Beauty wax. Then once you've sent that, you need to ask technician to return the mounted models along with an articulator. I see many times when you request articulated models, you only get Articulated models not with the articulator. Now, the, you know, they are useless. Even if you have the same articulator, which is DINA articulator, there can be small inaccuracies. And if there is anything wrong, you won't know whether the, your articulator is not calibrated or the technician articulator is not calibrated uh, or what are the issues. So, I mean, I understand that it's not always possible because of the postage and everything. But um, if your technician is local, then it's you just tell them that look can you just send articulator i'll have a quick look and you can collect it on the same day or very next day so they're not running out of articulators but um, you need to assess the mounting of the articulator before technician starts doing wax up Um, so when the mod the articulator model comes back with the articulator you need to check the correct mounting um, you can't check the mounting of the face bow because it's already done and uh, usually technicians is pretty good at doing that. Um, what you need to check is your interocclusal records because that is something very crucial. Um, so I would put interocclusal records between the um, teeth and then close the articulator and then see if the condyles of the articulator are lifted from the articulator fossa. Because if the technicians done uh, correct mounting using that bite registration material and if you click uh, uh, the lock then the in ideal position the condyle should be touching the fossa but if it's not then that means models are lifting up or the articulators lifting up when you when you close the pin or a latch you need to check the occlusion in co and icp to You know, you can assess that uh, on articulated model. You assess amount of opening needed depending on, you know, um, your restoration or your your treatment planning. And you then lock that opening. And when, when you're sending the models back to technician, you tell technician that I want my wax up at this OVD, vertical dimension. And this is how you communicate with technician without assessing articulated models it's very difficult to tell technician or technician to understand exactly what you want and that's why if i mean i do all my wax ups but if when i'm not doing wax up myself i would set the ovd and i will ask technician to to um, do the wax up at that vertical dimension of course if they once they start doing wax up and they need to change it Tiny bit, um, they can let me know, and then they can. I, I will approve that change. But I will set the OVD, and I'll let the uh, technician know what kind of um, OVD I want. The other thing I would also do is I would mark the teeth, uh, mark the exact surfaces of the teeth. You want them to put wax on, and this is really, really important. You need to make it. As foolproof as possible for a technician to understand without any communication issues, because I've had cases where again dentists have sent the uh, wax up to technician for palatal and incisal buildup, and when the wax up came back, technicians done palatal, incisal, and buckle wax up just to make the tooth look nicer. Tooth looks nice, but that wasn't the plan. Plan was only palatal and incisal because of the you know, financial reasons, patient didn't want buckle veneers or buckle wax up at that time. So your wax up needs to be true replication of what you are going to achieve at the end. It's it's basically a visualization tool. Um and you know it needs to be as accurate as possible to your treatment plan as closely as possible. And that's something you need to let technician know. So I would mark with a pencil Uh, on the model, which surfaces you want technicians to put wax on. Along with that, send technician the treatment plan. You know, if you're planning to do, let's say, lower right six and onlay, send technician a treatment plan that this tooth is an onlay. So don't put wax right to the gingival margin because you're not going to do a restoration, which will extend up to the gingival margin. Of course, if you're going to do crown, then yes, they can do that, but not for an onlay. So again, if you have a treatment plan, send treatment plan to a technician and, you know, so that will give them more information. And, you know, um, when you are communicating length of the teeth and how much of the mouth opening you want or increase in OVD, there are different ways to assess that. So in the patient's mouth, you are going to assess patient's lip line at rest and smile line. Um, you are you can then take photographs and you can do a digital wax up or digital assessment of some airline and get an initial approval of patient and once that's approved you can then communicate that file send that file to technician so technician can then uh, give you an ideal wax up or close to what you want or you can do a direct mock-up using composite to build front teeth Usually if you are planning to do that, then ideally you want to do three to three at least. Um, just doing central incisors are very difficult. So I would just take a long strip of composite and just literally push it on the tooth teeth, just carve it, shape it a little bit. And then that will give me an idea as to what the typical smile will, should look like and get patient's approval there and then. Once you've done that, you can then take the impression of that you know, direct mock-up to communicate that with technician or you can take a scan of that mock-up or you can measure the actual length of each teeth and you can tell technician that I want this, this is my final length of the teeth. Obviously, take photographs and communicate that with pet technician. If you have increased OVD in your mock-up, then one of the best way to measure OVD is check the Uh, gingival zenith of upper central incisor and lower central incisor before you do the mock-up, direct mock-up. And once you've done the direct mock-up, increase OVD, you check that distance again. And that distance will dictate how much opening you've done, maybe two millimeter, one millimeter. And that final distance, you need to tell technician that I want this much amount of opening um from icp or cr um and and technician will measure that on the model the zenith of those two teeth and if it's like i don't know 20 millimeter then technician will know from zenith of upper right central incisor to lower right central incisor is at 20 millimeter at increase over the end i want to increase that much so you need to be very specific when you are giving information to technician um Or you could take impressions of upper and lower teeth and send that to technician and let the technician decide as to how, uh, you know, try and copy that. So ultimately, close communication with technician is very important. If technician ignores your instruction, then communicate with technician because there must be some communication gap. And because of that, no one wants to produce a bad work. You know, they, they, they are working out and they're they are very proud of what they they do, they achieve for you. Um, so, you know, you just need to communicate with them. And however, if this continues to happen, then you unfortunately need to change technician because otherwise it will become point of frustration. However, if you keep changing from one technician to the technician, another technician, then, you know, you will never progress. So I would urge you to try and work with your existing technician and see how you get on. And a good dentist with amazing technician is a killer team. And, you know, you cannot ignore that kind of combination. And um, that's why I do all my backs up myself. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but, yeah, so uh, technician is very integral part of the whole full mouth reconstruction. And you need to make sure you involve them as much as possible. Send them photos. Send them, you know, your finished case photos. Because, you know, most of the time they're looking at these stone models. And it's demoralizing just looking at smooth stone models. You know, if, if looking at their work in patient's mouth will encourage them more. And, you know, that's how they will learn if you've done a mock-up and say, look, the mounting wasn't great, the mock-up was like this, then at least they get an idea as to why uh, they start thinking why they haven't been able to achieve um, or result the way they wanted. So I hope this short episode was uh, helpful. um, How to communicate with technicians. If you have any questions, by all means, um, post it on my Facebook group and I'll do all my best to answer those questions. Have a lovely day you. Mm-hmm.